Hey everybody, this is Brian, and welcome to Screenplayed. Have you ever been sitting around with your friends and said, you know what would make a cool movie? Well, that's basically what we do on our show here. Each episode, one of my co-hosts or myself brings an idea to the table, and then we go wild developing the story, casting actors, and making a few terrible jokes along the way. These first few episodes, we'll still be finding our groove and figuring out what works and what doesn't, so please just bear with us as we figure out how to bring you the best show we can. Oh, and thanks so much to our friends, the Young Romantics, who recorded our theme song, Spinning. It's from their upcoming album. And again, thank you so much for listening. Now, on to the show. Welcome to Screenplay, the fake movie podcast. We pitch our ideas and make movie magic happen by pulling shit out of our ass. I don't know. I'm your host, Zach Wooldridge. I'm Chris Rocky. And I'm Brian Lee. All right. Well, guys, I believe it's my turn to host this week, or pitch an idea. Do it. And That's right. Do it. I'm going to be honest. I've got very little structured already, so we're just going to, then we're going to truly wing it this time. So the only idea I have. And I don't know what's been pushing me this way. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, bleak existentialism hitting me hard. I don't know if it's uh, the love of neon lights. But I've just been really feeling like I want to do an outrun, like synth wave, like neo-noir, like uh, a little bit of cyberpunk maybe. You know, just something with like synthy music, neon, femme fatales, you know, a hard-boiled type guy, you know, strong, silent type, drugs, uh, and other vices. Tell me more. Do what? I said, tell me more. I mean... I'm intrigued. Well, I mean, like, we're thinking along the lines of, uh, and I guess for our listeners who don't know, uh, OutRun, uh, Cyberpunk, Synthwave, even Vaporwave, they're all not... You may have heard them applied to music, but they're also kind of like aesthetic styles, uh across film uh design yeah you can think of things like blade runner or, or things right. like blade that. runner um, uh drive with ryan gosling um tron like it's kind of a uh father son holy spirit trinity type thing like they're all <laughs> the same but different but i mean like yeah a lot of stuff is heavily influenced by the 80s and 90s aesthetic um consumerism comes in in some aspects like capitalism nostalgia stuff like that uh think pink and blue uh teal think like 1987 you're in a dark parking lot there's a blockbuster video and an old chinese takeout place did blockbuster exist in 87 when did that when, i think when, so when, yeah. when was that listen i'm i'm setting i'm setting a scene this, okay. this it's, is it's an idea <laughs> not purely purely idea and i would like to think blockbuster existed in 87 do you think it was really just a 90s it thing? was no, it, it was founded in 85 in dallas what i always oh tell God. people is imagine what people in the 1980s thought the 1990s would be like the future yeah, yeah like yeah i think that's a good description of uh 
that it leans more towards the cyberpunk type side of it. Like people and what people in the past thought the future would be like, um, and the future being like 2045, like, like there's flying cars, like not even dystopian. That. Like what people in 85 thought 2018 might be like, because mm-hmm. right. the eighties were kind of optimistic, but also like kind of sinful. So I think, uh, the oh. hope that we would have progressed super technologically, but also like everybody's still kind of shitty is part of that. That's kind okay. of cyberpunk. Uh, vaporwave is heavily influenced by you know nostalgia, uh, pl- anime, fantastic uh, riff on like capitalism and consumerism. There's a lot of marble statues. A lot of marble no statues. Um, Outrun is a little. So I, I was reading something on it the other day. You can think of vaporwave is more past focused. Cyberpunk is more future focused, and Outrun is more present focused. And Outrun is normally more personal, like intimate stories when it comes to narratives. Like like Drive is a good example. That's a pretty intimate, self-contained narrative. It's a guy, mm-hmm. he's into a chick, he runs with afoul with the mob. Like he's not taking down a corporation or saving the world. He's or, a real human being he is. <laughs> and a Maybe. real hero. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Brian gets a point. But yeah, so I want to hit, I think I want to lean more into outrun uh either like current day or very you know near future or whatever but Mm. i want to take notes from all of them if we find use for a man with a robot arm i'm not against that so i think the main story beats i'm thinking and you know we need a strong silent type protagonist and maybe Mm -hmm. we could have a deuteragonist or a deuteragonist is that like a second protagonist that's a book yeah, of the, the Bible. Dude? Are you thinking the about dude. Lebowski could, Goes to the Future? No. no. Um. <laughs> it's next week. Man, I, I've had a really long day and I fucking hate the Space Eagles. <laughs> Is that a gang? Can we make space it one? Space Eagles. Do they wear a suka john yeah, with, uh, with an eagle on the back? Yeah, yeah, there you go. But the eagle is shooting like rocket fuel out of its ass. Yeah, like regular eagles. Exactly. Why do you think? The bald eagle is the national bird of America, and we're the only country, or the first country to go to the, the moon. The space eagles do... I was about uh, to say, is he really about to say we're the only country that's been to the moon? We're the only country that matters that went to the space moon. Space eagles do the song, Life in the Fast Orbit. So yeah, I'm thinking we have two protagonists, two guys, pretty male-dominated genre, and I want to have some uh, inclusivity, uh, but you know, I kind of want to stick true to the roots too. But we're going to have a strong female uh, lead still again maybe a little stereotypical but the genre is less about pushing boundaries and more about a feel you know a vibe so we'll have like a femme fatale we need a gang maybe more than one crime is heavily involved uh everyone needs to have one or two vices so like miami vice and then... yeah well actually that's a good segue brian because i want to use certain locales so i think we should uh have things set in either like miami south florida italy greece japan or la and by japan more specifically tokyo but uh, i've always liked the asia inspired vaporwave outrun all that genre stuff where there's like you know it looks like shinjuku like there's these giant neon signs and and japanese writing and and no one can understand it and there's sick cars but inexplicably everyone is white (laughs) Yeah. Um, because I guess, you know, maybe L.A. is just converted over to Katakana. I don't know. Who knows? Um, I'm thinking 
I think it's maybe more multicultural. Two or though. three. Like maybe we'll have a little bit of a uh, globe trotting thing. Like it'll it'll cover a few settings. So that's that's mostly what I've got. I'm thinking right now the two protagonists are reluctantly involved in a life of crime. Uh, maybe they're like drug runners. Uh, they could be like yeah. international drug runners, and that's how they like we work in a few different locales. Um, sure. And the tone, I like, that. like so- you know, I think it's more fun when we're talking about it if we kind of like we do it tongue in cheek. But I think the movie should take itself. The movie should take itself seriously, but we shouldn't take it so seriously that we don't have fun with it. Like, I get that. Like, I kind of want it to be like, if someone were to watch this movie, they'd be like, this is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, like the characters and the action in the movie is all taken seriously by everyone within the movie. But like, yeah, out outside of the movie, everyone's kind of like, this is silly. Like, what, what the hell? Like. You know, I gotcha. It's it's. Uh, I mean, it's like a lot of outrun movies, like uh, like my, you know, Blade Runner right. or, or the King's Speech or something like that. The King's and, Speech. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah we the watched ultimate, the ultimate uh, cyberpunk fantasy. Well, I mean, you did see a lot of blues it's, and pinks in that. It's movie. set in futuristic twentieth uh, century London. <laughs> Technically, it is 20th century London, so you're not wrong, and that is futuristic to somebody. Okay, you're we 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 have to we have to keep in mind that our audience does skew very 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 old and very British. My mom really loved the outrun nature of the King's Speech. Is our audience listening from 1850? Like, yeah, well, that's that's part of the magic of this uh, whole cyberpunk Internet? thing. We can kind of okay. reach back. Radio waves go back yeah. in time. That's yeah, I've been saying that's this for fact. years. That's the other thing. I think I want things to be kind of like chronologic, chron, uh, chronologically disynchronous, like uh, like memento. What's uh, anachronistic? Anachronistic, like things aren't like things are retro and futuristic at the same time. Like, like you can't really place what time time frame it's right. In. Right. Like it could be okay. 1985. It could be 2045. Like okay. Okay, so then do we not want to have flying cars? We could have flying cars. We or could we have, could have helicopters. <laughs> so d- depending upon how ambiguous we want to talk about, <laughs> we we could do something like, you know, there's nothing blatantly like, oh, that's not. But, like, you could have it feel like it's 1985, and then one of the characters pulls out a smartphone. And you're like, well, huh. And you're, you're trying to piece together where, where they are, because technically they could have everything from 1985 in 2015. It's just, you know, not expecting someone to drive a 1983 Ferrari in 2018, but it happens. I don't think we should have flying cars because I want to have car chases on the road in this (laughs) movie. Like, Um, so, okay. Well, uh, okay. Why don't we start like kind of getting into the, the meat of this. So, yeah, you said there. You think they're like in a life of crime, so they yeah. start off. Do you think? Uh, what are you thinking here? Like, I'm thinking they're like. Drug are they born into like it? Yeah, yeah. I think. But are they like? I think drug trade. For are they sure. like they're born not violent into it? criminals? Uh, no, I think it's something. They're reluctant about it. Like, it, they just kind of found themselves in this situation, and now they're trying to get out. Like, um. 
like maybe if something happened to them and the only way they like um, the mob boss or whatever uh paid their debts whatever that may be and now they're kind of indebted okay. to him like indentured servitude uh did you all see baby driver i actually haven't seen baby driver is it good baby driver was really good rocky did you see it no we're doing a fucking movie podcast and i've seen like two movies <laughs> which movies were they oh uh black panther was one of them. <laughs> don't worry about which movies <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw Solo. I liked Solo. <laughs> was the other one the Avengers? No, Rock hasn't seen Infinity War yet. Anyway, I, I have an idea, and to completely just barge into this. Oh, no, go ahead. Um, so we we threw out the idea of maybe having two main characters. Uh, I was trying to think of, you know, instead of listening to you guys, I was just thinking about my next <laughs> thought. That's your problem, bro. You're always thinking about thoughts. That is my problem. Um. Thodacy. Uh But anyway, I was trying to think what kind of dynamic could they have that would make sense for two protagonists to share the screen because they're going to have to share a lot of screen time. Right. Uh, and my thought was it would be cool if we had one character who is like a, a older, maybe like late 30s, early 40s, more grizzled veteran of the drug running scene and then a younger guy who's like maybe you know 1920 who also very okay. gritty because he's been doing this for a few years but but there, there's like this mentor mentee um dynamic and something i thought of immediately i don't have the older guy we can talk about that 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 one is an easier one to to workshop one that i i really like for the younger guy is tom holland okay i like tom holland in this um, i think him in a very was, gritty serious role would be very interesting to see i was thinking let i was thinking more they'd be like the same age like because uh, I think they're both cool, so a completely different over than... their heads. So Sorry, fuck bro. <laughs> myself. Okay, cool. Sorry, okay. I I think they're both like they get into this situation and they're both kind of like they're the audience surrogate. Like we're like, what is this crazy world of crime they've gotten themselves into? And I think I think my idea of how their their dichotomy, how they're different, is one's a little more country, the other's a little more rock about and the roll. future. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, one's a little more optimistic about the future. I know, like, optimism doesn't necessarily fit the tone, and I'm not thinking he's, like, rainbows and marshmallows and shit, but uh, I'm thinking maybe, like, maybe he's got a girl, and, like, he's like, we gotta get, like, we gotta pay off our debt to this gang, and then me and my girl are gonna move across country and buy a house, and... We just have two and a half kids. And the other guy is kind of a little more, a little more transient, a little more uh, lost in the world, so to speak. So, what about the main character from Lost? <laughs> Which one? I don't know. I've never so, seen. Um, oh, uh, you should watch it just so you can be mad about it. <laughs> That's usually okay, why. I watch so, things. like, are we? Are they going to be the same gang, or maybe like two rival gangs? Same, Same gang. gang. Okay. They're both. Well, so they're not really in the gang. They just do. But they, they do work, work for the gang. Them. If that yeah, makes sense. Can there be a yeah. rapper named Two, two gangs. gangs in this future? Like, world? <laughs> like one of them is a really good driver, maybe, and the other one's like a really good navigator. helicopter pilot, and like, or like, I don't know. <laughs> like one's got a preternatural ability to just like drive or like operate any vehicle like just by looking at it. um and the other one 
I don't know. Maybe he's just got a big it's like dick. like a like, big dick big energy. Dick energy is uh, <laughs> for sure a skill. Maybe he's yeah. got like maybe he's like really good with like tech or like computers or something. Okay. He could be. Uh, so the main thing is So one of them is a millennial and life. one of them is a mechanic. Yeah. It's Yeah, okay, maybe one's a mechanic. They both <laughs> want out of this life. I'm but I'm not sure like how they got in it. I know they didn't mean to. And now they're kind of like Okay. They found themselves in the situation and the gang leader is like, uh, like, you can do this or I can kill you. And they obviously choose to do it. Yeah. Maybe they accidentally like destroyed or like ruined a shipment of drugs and the guy's like, well, you can pay me back with, you know, interest. What kind of by... drugs are we talking here? Are we talking like okay. a drug we know? Okay. Are we talking a little yayo? yo uh, are we, are we, we talking make about up our own drug. Like, something new. Well, I think like this something is We could make up our own drug. Like uh, Rock, you came up with a fake drug called yeah. Nocturne. Yeah, turns you nocturnal for 72 hours. He's... <laughs> what kind of a terrible drug is that? <laughs> it does. It's. I can watch all of the reruns of it does Two and a Half Men. Stuff? I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Why are we hung up on Two and a Half Men? I, I think you're the only one hung That's up. That's an two American and a problem. Um, okay. There could be a midget. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like, okay, what if it's a, they don't just do one drug? Like, what if this whole time they've been running cocaine or something, and now like. There's the new drug on the scene called Nocturne, and maybe there's they have like some moral. Quant- One of them has like moral issues with it. He's like, man, I, I'm fine with I'm fine with smack, but I can't I can't deal Nocturne. Like mm. I can't be responsible for that. And the other one's like, yeah, but you know, just last job, man. Like this is all we got to do. And, one more job and we're done. That's how it always also, one of them will die. I I, will, I want to get that out there. The more optimistic one with the girl, he's gonna die. Mm. So they're dealing nocturne. Yeah, maybe like I think it also makes you like see red or something. I don't know. It does other stuff before. So you, so you see you see red and you're awake yeah, in the nighttime. You can turn your neck without. Okay. <laughs> you can turn your head without moving your neck. <laughs> <laughs> so this makes you an owl. Yeah, is what you're saying. Much. It turns you into an owl. owl. It's called. <laughs> my, well, now I do want to try it. So you did a good job of convincing was, me. Like you weren't gonna try it already. It hoot. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's like the slang name for it. Like, give us some hoot. <laughs> oh, that's actually very good. <laughs> Oh, can Nocturne be like the chemical formula is like got, I don't know, I nitrogen like, oxide oh, in yeah, it. So they like go. N-O, like capital. Carbon. <laughs> they call it hoot. <laughs> Tellurium. Titanium? Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> this is a weird yeah, it's, drug. It's, it's the future. Nobody, you don't need to give <laughs> yeah. a shit. It's the future. It's a, it's or the past. a wild, it's a wild associative that turns you into a man owl yeah. and makes you I'm convinced thinking, like, that the, you are the like lead Osiris. drug dealer should have like an owl cape. <laughs> no, I think at some point he has to wear like a hyper realistic yeah, owl mask. <laughs> and like every time he comes on screen, it plays the Harry Potter Hedwig theme. <laughs> What's that? Please, please elaborate what the theme it's is. It's the main thing for Harry Potter. It's called Hedwig's theme. Well, yes, but can you like hum it for me? <laughs> do, 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 do. 
You know who composed that, right? So you know we can't use any Elton of this John. for copyright. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> what? TM, 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 TM. John yeah. Williams composed that. I know, I know. I know it wasn't actually Elton John. Um, um, okay, okay, so so we know that Nocturne is Hoot. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, well, you know, drugs have different names, like Coke, Blow, uh, Nocturne. That's it. That's Hoot. just it for Coke. Uh, there's only two. That's it. That's, Crank, that's all it gear, is. That's smack, all it is. horse. Um, so the other big thing about this, I guess, genre is the aesthetics. So I really want to know down what kind of car they drive and what the main character's outfits look like. All right, so we're going to need at least 30 minutes to do <laughs> Well, that. one of them is wearing a Sukajan. There you go. Uh, with, like, a, an owl on the back. Let's see. They... So that is clearly the one who likes Nocturne. <laughs> yeah. Or no, maybe the mob boss wears the owl. On the he back. obviously drives a uh, black and white Toyota Trueno. <laughs> I was thinking they drive a, uh, a turquoise uh, 1994 uh, Corvette. Hmm. I do, like teal. I do love they... a good Corvette. Could they drive? Could they drive different cars if they could go? Could they different please places? drive like a Honda Odyssey? Okay. Make the Honda Odyssey badass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I see Rocky's thinking about buying an Odyssey. I, yeah. so that's cool. Well, you know what? You, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> Would you have what? as many illegitimate children as me? You got to drive them around. <laughs> Now, if they're illegitimate, why would you have to drive them around? There's holes in your logic. Unless you're, like, legitimizing your kids. I think everybody should. Okay. Also, is they that, need to have cool the names. <laughs> they also just need to have cool names. Uh, Jersey Swipe. Mike. <laughs> and Rafi. <laughs> I like Rafi. I think one of them... I think that. <laughs> just Rafi. <laughs> you don't know his last name. I think one of them should, like, hey, literally be, like... Uh, just, what was that wrong? I think w- one of them needs to be just like a a normal word, like like a verb or something like that, like like run, drive, <laughs> bequeath. <laughs> this is Rafi, oh, no. and can we name one of them Rodney Dangerfield, please? Like, yeah, why not? Or like, or like a weird. Like and a like thing, Rodney Danger Zone. Like, like, could the could the girlfriend be named Pearl? This is Rafi and Jacket. She could be Jacket. Isn't that <laughs> Jacket. isn't Jacket the fan that, name for the league guy from Hotline Miami? I do not know. Which which would fit uh, the genre? Ooh ooh, can Drake have a cameo? Who do you think's buying the knock? Yeah, maybe Drake's the mob boss. Or, or that that would be wild. I would love Drake to be in a movie. Yeah, Drake could be the uh, like not the mob boss, but like the mob boss's lieutenant or something. I think you should just like show up and be like, "Hey, yo, what's up?" Uh-huh. <laughs> should one guy be named Ziggy? <laughs> I think that's it, Ziggy or Zaggy. He can be like Ziggy Laser or something. <laughs> this is Jingle Bell. He, uh-huh. he can be Ziggy Laser, and then we can have like I don't know. Uh, Rafi, I do love that Rafi stuck. I do appreciate Rafi Disco. Rafi Disco. I don't even think give him a last name. Rafi, just Rafi. 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 Can Rafi be played by? Okay, I think 
by Tom Holland. Like every time they're about to say his last name, like somebody gets shot out of the blue and they're like, what happened? I think Rafi's the one who's got a girl waiting for him and he dies. I'm fine with that. And Ziggy's the one who like has to, ooh, wait a second. Okay. Make his what name like, like W. Do what, Rock? That's make his name like a letter, like W. What if uh, Rafi, when he dies, like, you know, Ziggy has to go tell the news to his Rafi's girl, and then they end up like boning, and Ziggy's morally like he's he's like tore. It'd like, be like in Top Gun like, if Maverick like, had sex. He's with like, Matt I just Ryan. I just fucked my dead best friend. I'm very girl, glad you like. said girl. Very very glad you said girl. It could be you know it's... why. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, I get it now. Um. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I went one way with that. Uh, you went the other. So, like, okay, so they do a drug run gone pretty bad. Um, yeah. Pe- people getting shot. They run in with, like, should it be, should we, like, be pretty explicit and call it the Yakuza, or should we make up our own gang? Like, nah, uh, the, well, uh, it's the Yakuza in name. Like, it's the Yakuza in everything but name. They're, uh, okay. They're actually. The emoji. Um,. <laughs> the board Bakuza. <laughs> the Bakuza sounds like a weird, like, like seventies black exploitation name for something. I'd watch it. <laughs> what wouldn't you watch? The Febreze Boys. <laughs> the Febreze Boys. Oh, I had an idea. I don't know. Maybe they're just called like, like power. Power Rangers? Were you going to say Power Rangers? The Power Power Rangers. going to say the Power Rangers. How about the Power Boys? Uh, Ooh, how about the Weathermen? The Power Boys? The the Weathermen? Uh, That's on the the mm, Weathermen. Maybe. (laughs) I'm just laughing at the thought of trying to make the Weathermen, like, intimidating. They make it rain blood. I like Power Boys. Rafi, you can't do this, or else the Weathermen are going to get to you. What about, like... Big wave or something. Ooh, you know, like damn Japanese it, we can't call for it. big mm. wave. How about how about the tsunami? Ooh, yeah. Is is that yeah. what yes. tsunami means? Um, I like that, Brian. According to Google Translate, big wave is Okinanami. Okinanami. Yeah, but like, okay, so I think the gang should have a Japanese name, but I think the mob boss should be like Colombian or something, or Drake, or Cuban, or Drake. I think Drake. It's, it's not a. It's not an ethnically homogenous gang by any. So I can't. Hmm. I can't call them the Latin Kings. Is what you're saying? I mean, you could, and then they could be made up of Koreans, and everyone could just be confused. Yeah, I'm definitely confused. Okay, so <laughs> they should all be Kurdish. Somebody recognizes Kurdistan. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, so uh, let's. I'm not getting into like geopolitics. Yeah, let's not get into geopolitics. Um. All right, so let's let's go back to casting. I like Tom Holland. We need another like young guy. I think. Clive Owen. Clive Owen. <laughs> now, when I said young guy, I wasn't thinking Clive <laughs> Owen, but you may have convinced. I me. mean, he's like twenty-two. By young, you mean like? I don't think by young, you mean you know low, less than eighty years old. <laughs> Ooh, Anthony Hopkins. Bruce Willis. <laughs> no, Bruce I really Willis. applaud Brian for not being ageist. Like he really doesn't see age. Yeah, there, there you go. 
<laughs> you know, he's done a lot of hard living. It's all it's that all hoop, the, he's actually <laughs> twenty three. <laughs> and they and they um, keep referencing uh, that. <laughs> I mean, like we don't have to oh actually have the actors. Um, what if we have like not young Robert? Let's get the Downey black Jr. kid from Stranger Things. We could have the black kid from Stranger Ooh, Things. Ooh, Steve. He could be. That Rafi. would be wild. I like that. Ooh, a lot. Steve Harrington and or Tom Steve. Holland. That would be good. That's it. That's the money maker right there. Yeah, I'd watch that. That's the money maker. I like that. I'd also be open to an older black kid from Stranger Things uh, in place of Tom Holland. But, like, I don't want to double up on the Stranger Thing guys. I like uh, Steve Harrington. What's his name Steve again? Steve Harrington is played by his, It's played by Joe Keery. Joe Keery. That, I, he's got – yeah, I like him. Let's do him. He can be He can be uh, Ziggy. And, I'm literally uh, just Holland going to Google black kid. I love it. Stranger Things. And uh, who's the love interest? Who's the the female? Because we have well, the, I, so I think we have two love interests, right? We have Rafi's girl, and we have a femme fatale type character <laughs> who maybe maybe Ziggy like is kind of like lusting after her, like smitten with her, and that's part of why the uh, drug deal that goes wrong goes wrong. Like he like trusts her, and then she's actually a member of like a rival gang to Big Wave. And then they are um, caught. They've Tsunami. pissed off two gangs. Okay. So the femme fatale should be Stephanie Beatriz or Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, oh. be still my beating heart. Don't you think Mikola she's a little Thong. too old for Tom Holland? Nah, no, man. No, actually, I think no, I Tom think, Holland's twenty-two. I think. Brian, what is up with you? Like not seeing the age. L- thing? Let's ask Tom Holland if he is too young for her. Stephanie Beatriz is thirty-seven, <laughs> so she might be a little older than what we're looking for. But like, also, uh, you know, I don't care. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell her that you think she is too old. I didn't say she's too old. Uh, we really need like a database of like actresses. And a stuff. binder full of women, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it Mitt Romney style. <laughs> okay, who? Uh, mm, I don't think I can Google very young actresses and get away with it. <laughs> should she be like? She should be Japanese, I think. Like, are there any like famous <laughs> Japanese actresses? I think the femme fatale should be like half Japanese, half Cuban. We're gonna have to like bioengineer. Look, I mean, like fatale. this is a fake movie. <laughs> like, okay, all right, all right. We could we could maybe the one. character like is. we could the character we could, could go out we could go out and find the person for this role yeah and Ziggy is like really like you know they're in Tokyo and like he spends a night with mm-hmm. her and like Ziggy's got a big mouth for pi- when he's you know pillow talking big Hell big yeah. mouth energy <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so you know like. This is their last job, and they're having to make a. You're still thinking about his mouth, aren't you? <laughs> and... uh, so when they, when they start out, like the beginning of the movie, they should have like one. The movie starts in Miami, like yeah, but they should have like one drug run to like show how good they are at it. Like you have to establish yeah. that they're like oh, good yeah. at their jobs. Yeah, like so. Uh, I think the movie opens with them like. Doing a job. Driving um, down South Beach at night with the police behind them. Like South Beach yeah. Drive or whatever that is. You know, the one up to yeah, the ocean. Yeah, yeah. I've been to Miami. No, you haven't. I've not. Really? I've not. Yeah. Um, they're like, 
<laughs> they're like drifting around corners and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, you know, like there's a really like long tracking shot of this just like after they get away from the people, the cops or whoever's pursuing them of them just like speeding down the freeway or whatever they have in Miami. Smoking cigs. And like palm trees and it's sunset. And then like the title comes up over the palm trees as they're driving. And that's like our intro. What's the title? Um, Hoot. Mirage. <laughs> no. Aviation. No. Nocturne. Nocturne. Could be Nocturne. Ooh, Nocturne. Actually, yeah, I actually uh, do kind of like Nocturne. Nightwave. Is the name. Is there... There's got to be a movie Night called Step. that already, right? Uh, There's a lot of movies called... There are a lot of movies. Neon Runner. There are at okay. least three right. bridges on the River Kwai. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um... Anyway, so like, yeah. So Rock's right. They establish oh, themselves boys. by doing a job. One of the one of the love interests should be Miranda Cosgrove. Yeah, I looked her up the other day uh, for reasons, <laughs> and she's our age. Yeah, you didn't. Know it was that. because you missed. I didn't School of Rock. That. It's because you no, wanted to I watch School she of was, Rock. You can be honest. He was Zach was a really big Ari Carly movie. fan. Uh, Look, you're not hardcore unless you yeah. live hardcore. So, like, they're driving down the South Beach, you know, freeway, both smoking. Which exists. Yes. Uh, yeah, well, we could just say it in the movie. It's, it's like... Also, like, people have anime hair colors in this absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Like, especially I would be women. pissed if they didn't. And then, uh, especially the women. And, uh... I mean, this is just a male fantasy. So. I think they should, like, at some point pop into, like, a underground like nightclub and i don't know they they see their favorite singer she's performing a jazz version of the song drive by the cars like a synthy jazz version oh yeah um so here's what i'm thinking the job that the movie opens with they're actually like just picking up a shipment of drugs from the dock and then there was like a sting operation and the cops were there waiting and they get the briefcase of drugs and, uh-huh. you know, hightail it out of there. And then they go to like a nightclub lounge, whatever. And mm-hmm. they like walk through it and there's like strobe lights and neon and like half naked women dancing and like dudes coked out in their mind. And they like get to the VIP section to like drop the briefcase off. And Drake and, is waiting. Uh, that's when we're introduced to yeah, and Drake is waiting, and uh, I feel like this means Hotline Bling has to be a ooh synth version of Hotline Bling, um, and it's only when Drake is there. Version, it's a yeah. it's a theme, and it's it's soft. Yeah, it's his theme. Um, okay, and like you know, Drake opens it up, and the guys realize uh, it's not cocaine; it's some other drug. Ooh. And you know, Drake sniffs it, and. He's like, he starts seeing you red. boys done good. He's like, you done good. He's like, you're almost debt, debt free. And they're like, he, he, you know, he, we have to establish the character's morality in this moment. Mm-hmm. So maybe that like Drake's like, you know, I got some girls here. Like if you doing good for me and the one's like, come on, uh, what's Drake's name in this movie? Turbo, come Drake. on, Turbo. you know I've got a girl back home. Turbo's my dog. He's name. like, what about you? I think we should call <laughs> <He's> like, it <laughs> Driz. Let's just be very. Over, How like, about very uh, guys? Can we call him Gritty? Gritty, <laughs> <laughs> grit. 
This is six. Well, like I said, like every like within the universe of the movie, the characters are taking it seriously. But like people watching this would be like, "This is stupid." <laughs> so like, I think Turbo. Maybe his name is like, like you know. Like, I see. We called six. Maybe his name is like Josh, like Turboski, and Turbos. that's why they he's call Polish. him Turbo. He okay. just went through he's like Polish. three different ethnicities in the course of everyone that is going to be ethnically ambiguous in the future. It's going to be Brazil everywhere. Um, I'd be fine with Rio showing up in this movie, by the way. Um, so yeah, like you know, Rafi is like you know played by Tom Holland is like. And he still speaks with his English accent, and he's like, yeah. "I'm not going to do an English accent right now." But he's like, "Come on, you should Turbo, do, like, it. do it, do it, do it." You know about that would be so good. Um, what's Tom Holland name? with a British accent in a synthwave movie? Yes. What is what is Rafi's girl's name? I wish that I had Rafi's girl. Um, Katya. Yeah, is Brian likes that name. She can be. She's half she Japanese and Russian. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Well, everyone can't be half Japanese. Well, technically. I, I thought we agreed she was going to be half Japanese. Didn't you say that? No, that was the femme fatale. The femme fatale was going to be like Christ. half Japanese, I can't, half Japanese. I can't keep these straight. Um, okay. Maybe her name is just like... Fine, fine. She's Russian. Plus. She can be Russian. <laughs> or like... I don't know, um, man. Plus. I can't. Or like... <laughs> is she, that implies she's like a bigger girl. I know what. Oh, Ziggy's last name should be Macintosh. Ziggy. Ooh, McIntosh. that's a good one. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right, Rocky. That plus, not that there's anything wrong with being plus. a bigger girl. Uh, she's got a twin named Minus. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Okay, uh, Rock. What, okay, here, here we go. Rocky, what was the name of your first crush? Uh, Brian Cameron Brian <laughs> Okay Z- Rafi's girl is named Cameron Okay You can't say Cameron Diaz Sorry, I'm looking at <laughs> Her name could be yes, Cameron, Diaz. Cameron Diaz uh, Cameron if you're listening to this uh, How you doing Okay maybe Okay let's have Rafi's girl Like retroactively played by a younger Cameron Diaz That I could dig like, think about blue eyes. We can, like, do, you know, like that's what we're going for when we're casting. Uh, and, yeah, so, you know, Turbo, played by Drake, is, like, this is when we establish the morality of our protagonist. And he's offering them, like, you know, drugs or women for celebrating a job done. And they're just kind of like, nah, like, we just want to get home, man. And all three of them live in, like, a beat-up apartment, you know, like, run down mm-hmm. or something. Uh but it's like next to the beach, so like, so how bad is it? Yeah, like they don't ever, they don't ever like go in the beach or go in the. Ocean yeah, yeah. Beach. Then we just have like vibey scenes Smoke of like them staring, fight. you know, like Ziggy staring at the sunset, like smoking a cigarette. Like maybe he sees uh, Rafi and Cameron Diaz like being happy together mm-hmm. and talking about like what they're gonna do after the last job, and he like. Does he say like does he say like really like pseudo intellectual things like this world just ain't for me? No, nah, I think Ziggy just doesn't talk. Like he might have he might say like okay. fifty words the whole movie. Okay. 
He, he's definitely like a strong, silent guy, but you know, he's got a sensitive side. Um, this is still Steve from Stranger Things, right? Yeah, he's he's played by uh, Joe Keery, yes. and uh, you know, he's just staring at the, you know, the Miami sunset over the water, smoking a cigarette, and um, like scene fades out, and then like I don't know. Maybe some time passes. We have a couple more scenes before they get their uh, next job. Or maybe they do like another run-of-the-mill job, but something goes wrong this time. So they have to do like an insane job to make it all up. I don't know. Okay. I feel like I've been talking a lot. I want you guys to talk. Brian, what are you thinking? So I think we need to discuss where we want the plot to go. Like I think we need to have a... a, uh, like a, a, cause we've got kind of a conflict source. We, we know that they're going to be trying to do this drug running, but like what causes the big conflict in, you know, eventually gets resolved and climax and, and where do we want to go from here? Okay. So we know, like, I guess the climax is, or like the penultimate part before the climax, you know, part of the rising action, right? Where before it peaks is when they do the bad job and, <gasps> How does he get uh, killed in action? Okay. Uh, what's his name? Rafi gets killed in action. And there you go. Um, so butterfly knife gets thrown yeah. into no, his chest. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> butterfly knife. Just picture the, the yeah. Picture the visual aspect of like the steel butterfly knife and like I don't know a light reflects off of it into the camera. It's really glaring and um. Ziggy's there and he's he's you know holding them. Okay, so I and, got it. Uh, what would you think about like so they're like obviously get on the uh wrong side of this gang and like seven people they have to fight who are like the elite fighting force of this gang and they all have like different weapons. <laughs> like one of them's got like a yo yo <laughs> that he fights. With. Okay, here's what I think. Here's what I got. Hold on. So in the dialogue with Turbo or something, like he talks about this rival gang that they're trying to beat out. I'm still laughing at Turbo. And, and so they're trying to be the first to infiltrate the Japanese market with Nocturne. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, they want to be the premium guys over there. So he sends them to Tokyo. To no, wait. They're not trying to infiltrate Japan. Nocturne was invented in Japan, and they're trying to be the first to have Nocturne okay. in Miami. So they have to go so get sends them Nocturne to get from, it Japan from Japan and bring it to yeah. Miami. Ooh, can there be a big yeah. air like airplane? I guess yeah, airplane fight. Like some guys get on the plane to kill them, and they have to fight. I think coming back. Yes. So I think that's what, what happens I was is. So we're the Turbo played by Drake is uh, just Turbo. I do want to I do want to stress that Drake is in this movie. Drake um, is the reason we will get yeah. people to see this movie. Uh, he drops like a line of dialogue about how they're competing with another gang to be the first to get Nocturne. So when they get to Tokyo, and you know, before this, we've established that like Rafi has plans for the future, and Ziggy's kind of like not sure what he's gonna do after this. And but you you can kind of get this idea that maybe he's like a little, he's a little like not necessarily jealous, but he kind of wants something like Rafi and Cameron Diaz have, 
And so, you know, they're drinking on like, I don't know, like Golden Guy, Golden Gee. What is, what is it again, Brian? Golden Guy. Golden Guy, yeah. They're, so they're drinking like Golden Guy. And this sultry, like half Japanese, half Cuban girl Oof. shows up. Her name is like Kiki. Kiki. Yoko. Yoko. It's definitely Kiki. With the Drake theme, huh? Ramirez. And, and you can Yoko hear Kiki. Ramirez. Do you love me in the background, like really far away? Or maybe her name is like Kiki Yo. Like, what's a. Ja- it could be like Kiki Yo. I'm thinking, okay, so in every like crazy drug movie like this, like Kiki Yo. In every like weird um, drug movie like this, where there's a weird drug, like you have to have the main characters like take it at some point, like whether you're right, whether it be like against their will or by by choice. Yeah, no. So I, I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. Route. Come on, jeez. I'm just I'm a spitballer. I'm just no. I'm just giving you my ideas. So I I know. So does Rafi have to take it? Shit, they could both take. So here's, I'm thinking they get to Tokyo. They're drinking on like Golden Guy or something like that, and our femme fatale shows up, and she, you know, she plays, she plays Ziggy like a like a fiddle, like a damn fiddle, mm. and you know they bone, and mm. we we show everything, um, everything. The ten minute ass eating scene will uh, be nice, very tasteful. <laughs> Neon lights hitting body parts. Yeah. The sex scene happens in like an apartment with like this big, like this window and you can see Mount Fuji through it with the sun setting and there's blinds that are like half open. So it makes like this scan line looking thing Mm -hmm. over the window. And you really like, you just see their silhouettes that are kind of like tinged with the pink light. And it's kind of like, it's tastefully done actually. Okay. Uh, we we see Joe Curie's dick, um, like that's just a fact of life now. Everyone knows what it looks like, and uh, you know he starts pillow talking. He's got a big mouth. She's like, "Oh, what are you in town for?" And uh, he's like, "Ah, I don't know." Like he's like, "I shouldn't tell you." He he also speaks with like this kind of like almost whisper. He's like, "I shouldn't tell you." ASMR. And, uh, Ooh, can the whole movie be ASMR? ASMR. And then she, <laughs> yes, there's like he's ASMR the movie. They're like Drake opens up the briefcase and he starts like tapping it. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually he tells her. Okay, so played like a fiddle. Yeah, play. He tells he like says enough that she knows what they're there for, and then. She like gets up. She's like, "Oh, would you like a drink?" And he's like, "Yeah, why not?" Or maybe a cigarette. And she she gives him something laced with something that knocks him out. Uh, he comes to. Uh, Rafi's tied up with them. They're like in a, well, a bunker, a warehouse. And then this is where I think Rocky's idea of them having to fight like seven bosses because it turns out she's from the rival gang, or she's a, mm-hmm. you know. A, liaison or member for the rival gang and they need to stop you know i love need it. to stop rafi and ziggy from getting nocturne for big wave and for tsunami, tsunami. um for tsunami <laughs> Ooh, i actually like that because turbo and tsunami both start with t yeah and that, i didn't think of that but that's 
I think good. like and then, the um, whole movie. I, I'm sorry to interrupt, Zach. I think the whole movie, like one guy, one of them should be calling <laughs> them big wave, and then the other one should be like tsunami. <laughs> yeah, like hit him. Ooh, how about how about Ziggy always goes, yeah, big wave, and then uh, Rafi always like hits him on the chest and goes tsunami, <laughs> or I guess he yes, says it British. Yes, but. I like that. I like that, Bri. And then, ooh, and then after Rafi dies, Ziggy can, like, start saying tsunami. Okay. All right. That's definitely that's definitely the best thing we've come up with today. Yes. So, so then, that like, and Drake. Uh, this new gang that the rival gang, I don't know what their name is. Uh, they can be, like. Small wave. <laughs> Moon gang. Ultra, ultra, ultra ghost or something. Uh, plasma plasma yeah 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 plasma plasma, plasma. i like that <laughs> and plasma is like we don't know what the hell nocturne actually does we just know we want it so we're gonna test it on you guys hmm. so then Ooh, yeah they test it on the guys and they become nocturnal, you know, they, for, they become nocturnal for 72 hours and see red it does <laughs> other stuff too we can put that in the movie <laughs> We can put that. Like and when they describe it, they're like, just so that's all it does is it makes you nocturnal and see red. Well, it does other stuff. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. all I remember. Like, it does later, other stuff. Later on, you know, when uh, Ziggy, or yeah, Ziggy is talking to uh, Cameron Diaz, uh, at, telling her Rafi died, and then they bone. She's like, So what was Nocturne like? And. He's like, well, I went, not, I made, I became nocturnal for seventy-two hours, and I saw red. And she's like, that's it. He's like, it does other stuff. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. So then, like, I don't know. Maybe they're so they're nocturnal now. I think they're nocturnal for the rest of the movie. Um, oh. Do you think they overdosed and they're nocturnal <laughs> now? Nocturnal from now on. And. So they they somehow escape and then they get in like this. I think we need to have like super well choreographed fighting, but very brutal too. Okay. Um, Ooh, and Olivia Munn can be like on the rival game. She can be the one who distracts Hal. Maybe there's like a hallway fight, like the Marvel Netflix series have. Uh, but I think Rocky's right. I think there should be like I don't know. Seven seems like a lot, but also like I kind of <laughs> like that it's a ridiculous. We could do fun. I just want to see a yo-yo fight. And yeah, they. One by one, they have to, like, take down the seven guards who are, like, keeping them there. Uh, two of them have to be twins. Two of them are twins. Um, are they Ch- Siamese twins? I want to say yes just to see Siamese twins fight. Like, have you ever wondered what that would look like? Kind of. Yeah, now that you mention it. Or, like, skateboarding or something. <laughs> like- so they fight their way through each of the bosses, and I think each of the bosses has, like, I don't know. I think they need to have like a unifying theme either through their wardrobe or like physical features, uh-huh. but they also it needs to be distinct so that you can like set them apart. And I don't know what how to do that. Like I don't know if they should all have like different tracksuits, like the same model tracksuit but different colors or what, but well there has to be like a tall one and a short one and like a really fat one and like our friend group. Oh twice. no. Yeah, like our friend group. 
That's not nice to call Alex fat. It's um, not. I was calling Brian short. <laughs> well, that's just that's just reasonable. That's just fair. Yeah, but the thing about like it's gonna be weird how like in detailed backstories these uh like boss seven bosses have when they're only probably gonna be on screen for a total of three minutes each. Um. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, so then I think you know the final boss. Uh, and they know that, they know that like the femme fatale and you know, her supervisors or whatever are taking Nocturne and they're on their way to the airport, to like go back to Miami. So they're trying to get through these bosses so they can stop them. And uh, in the final fight, I think this is when Rafi dies. I think butterfly knife to the heart, like from. Like, they've killed the guy, but he's got just enough strength as he's dying to... Like, they're like, okay, like, we gotta get out of here, go catch the... And then, like, butterfly knife to the heart out of He is a butterfly knife-throwing savant. Yes. (laughs) He's very... He's like most gang members. And, uh... So then, you know, I think Ziggy's, like, freaking out, and he's like... You know, he, like, runs... He scoops up Rafi, and... He's trying to throw him in the car. They get in the Honda Odyssey. Uh, and he, yeah, yeah, they take like an oh, wait. Hold on. Is there like I'm trying to think of what kind of car they could take. I know you're really set on this Honda Odyssey. Right? I just think Honda we need Odyssey. to make the Honda Odyssey cool. Could it be a super souped up Honda Odyssey with like a V10 and nitrous There's and like, like, like a, a yeah, and like a lazy a, boy. They find a uh, <laughs> because it, um, lazy boy in the back of it. I almost found someone. No, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, VW bus. Um, they find a Mark III Toyota Supra Turbo, like right outside of the warehouse. Um. Yeah, that's what they find, and he throws them in. And, like, he's racing. He's trying to get him to a hospital, but, you know, Rafi dies before that. So he's like, okay, shit, Rafi's dead. Um, so I got to just get to the airport and stop them. But he messes up. And like, he doesn't get there in time either. Uh, so, like, then he just flies back to I still Miami. think the Honda Odyssey is the way to go. Okay. We, we'll, th- we'll think about it. Um I think that would really fit in with the theme. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, imagining, like, I guess a dogfight on the freeway with people, like, shooting guns out of a Honda Odyssey. I think that would be hilarious. Okay. Well, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, it could be, like, a Ford Windstar. Uh, (laughs) You know, then he has to get a flight back to Miami. And I think when he's on the flight, once they close the doors, he realizes like he's the only one on besides like three other people and he has to mm-hmm. fight them on the plane. Also, he just leaves like we we're just uh, left to assume he left Rafi's body in Japan. Like that's where Rafi was. Like, yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. And then, you know, he gets back to Miami after fighting the dudes on the plane and he uh he fucks Cameron Diaz. Oh. Well, he goes to tell her Rafi's dead. He goes to tell her Rafi's dead, and they're both overcome with emotion, and they they bone. I can tell that you haven't been to many funerals this year, <laughs> which is good like for Zach. Zach you know, like it happens. Like, oh grief, yeah, no, people I, grieve in weird. It wasn't an insult, or maybe maybe Zach is you know 
Well, he's more handsome than oh, me. That's so maybe not that's true. <laughs> Just silence. I've never boned at a funeral. I, I n- yeah. I've, I've never boned. I've never boned at a funeral either. I yeah, not know. yet. Yeah, but in Outrun Miami, maybe I do. Non sequitur, but when I die, just throw my body at the foot of Mount Fuji. Um, and yeah, so then they both feel like guilty, and hell yeah, they do. He's like, he gives her like cash, and he's like, you need to, you need to get out of town, because Turbo is gonna be coming for me. Uh <laughs> vroom vroom. <laughs> so then. I, I don't know how we get to this point, but I think Ziggy ends up in like a three-way fight with Big Wave or Tsunami, you know, Turbo's gang, and then uh, the other gang. Like, they're all after him. I'm trying to think of why they're after the other gang. Ah, no, I got it. I think he should take the Nocturne back, but he doesn't give it to Turbo because he's like, my friend's dead. So then Turbo and the other gang are coming after him to get the Nocturne. Big gunfight with Drake. Got it. Turbo played, played by, by Drake. Drake. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, big fight. Hap- big gunfight happens. I think. Not even, no, not a big gunfight. I think little, this needs to be a little shootout. No, I Just, don't think it should be a it's big gunfight. We've had shootout. a couple big action pieces already. I think this should be a more like small chess match almost. Yeah, like maybe not a Mexican standoff, but like maybe it's just like two guys fist fighting and like not even like martial arts fist fighting like they're just like beating the shit out of each other very primal and raw and uh that's beautiful yeah and then he beats he beats the shit out of turbo and throws his body in the ocean (laughs) like lifts him up above his head and throws the body in the ocean which which instantly kills you once you're thrown in the ocean. And then he just sits down on a piece of driftwood on the beach with uh, the Miami skyline lit up behind him. And he pulls out a cigarette. Smokes a cigarette, yeah. And starts smoking it. And the uh, other gang like pulls up behind him. And then like we just cut to black. And then a six synth outro track plays where it's like... Boom, bang. Yeah. 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 Or like Plastic Love by Maria Takauchi. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my heart. Um, such a good song. It is. So, th- I don't know. What do you guys think? I like it. What What would you change? Or, like, what would you do different? I would have Patrick Stewart play some kind of oracle or prophet in it. Maybe they visit him while they're high on Nocturne. Maybe he's not even real. Okay. He's like a... Maybe he's like like Maybe. a tech or he's like plugged like, into the machine or something. I don't know. He's he's oh my god, he could be like an AI, yeah. I don't know. That's a little too Ooh, maybe Nocturne allows you to talk to computers. <laughs> okay. It, it does other stuff. <laughs> maybe like the other stuff <laughs> should be revealed in the final fight. Like with what Turbo. if the other stuff is Oh what yeah. if the other stuff is the much more important things, but no one can remember it? Like they always describe it as, oh, that one that makes you see red and nocturnal, but it really like it does a lot more important things. I think they like never talk he about. like beats the crap out of Drake and he's like, You forgot one of Nocturne's side effects. 
I can alter your molecular chemistry or some, something <laughs> weird. And he just blows him up with his mind. <laughs> I, I can teleport. <laughs> he turns Drake's cells into helium and Drake just floats away. <laughs> well, uh... It does other stuff. <laughs> you can do other things. Um... Yeah, no, it's just like obviously altering molecular chemistry is a little, a little out there, but like, eh. like I could see two steps ahead of you. <laughs> I don't know, some weird. He can do the like five finger palm sh- death punch thing. It can do other stuff. It does other stuff. I think like every time like somebody does something really cool in the movie, I'd be like, holy shit! And somebody was just like, that's the other stuff. Like I like this dude like jumps like thirty feet like like they're running on rooftops and a dude jumps like thirty feet and the guy's like holy shit and he's like yeah I can do other stuff. <laughs> what do you guys? So what do you think about it just ending with him smoking on the beach? Kind of ambiguous. I think it should like be a very um, lengthy like cut. Uh, like it's like on, the camera's on him smoking on the beach. Yeah, for, like seagulls or chirping in the background um is the sun coming up yeah and then he disintegrates because he's nocturnal (laughs) he's getting i think i think like he should let out like a he could (laughs) he could let out like a big yawn when the sun comes up something. Ooh, that's actually good i like that like he sees it and it's like on his face he squints a little bit he yawns and then it goes you know Immediate cut to black, and then like big pounding synth start. Yeah. All right, that's our outro. We're done. Let's wrap it up, boys. That's our outro. Just Zach, cut it after your bra. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I I, I like know, it. I, I like it. I I think I think we're it's a pretty like bare bones plot right now, but I, I kind of like it. Well, yeah. Uh, well, again, it's more about the aesthetic yeah. than the plot. No, no. I, I mean, like, uh, if if we were like in a meeting room, a boardroom, coming up with this, like we've got what we need, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. Um. Yeah. Should we wrap, wrap it up? Yeah. Sure. Brief synopsis. Two guys. Turning into owls. Uh, this. Where are we calling this? Uh, yeah. Uh, Nocturne. Neon Runner. Uh. <laughs> Nocturne. Is it just gonna be called Nocturne? All right. Well, this has been screenplayed. Uh, we'll see if uh, Nocturne ever makes it to theaters. So I'm Zach. I'm Rocky. And I'm Brian. All right. Uh, let's do this. Lights, camera, and action. Yes.